Hey there, and welcome to Camera Dads episode four. I am Phil, and with me as always is... Hey everybody, I'm Simon, uh, with you here on this latest episode of Camera Dads. Thanks for joining us. What are we talking about tonight, Simon? Well, tonight, as we record this, we're going to be talking about something that doesn't have so much to do with pictures per se, like composition or lighting. It's really more of a... Uh, we're going to take a step back and we're going to talk about social media and sharing pictures on social media. So from a dad's perspective, what do Phil and I do regarding the question or the dilemma of sharing photos on social media? So that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. We've got a bit of listener feedback and uh, looking forward to exploring this issue. So Phil, let's get right into it. All right. So let me let me start by sort of asking what what's the big deal like what is the issue why would this even be something that we would need to have a discussion about like everybody uses facebook and my mom and my aunts and whoever lives hundreds of miles away so of course i'm just going to put pictures on there and they can comment and it's going to be awesome but why is this even something that you know as parents and, and fathers that we should be even considering you know taking a step back and looking at and this is the real question, isn't it? And uh, this is something that I've not, I wouldn't say struggle with. That's too strong a word. I've wondered about this for a while, ever since my oldest son was born. What do I do about social media? And you're right, Phil. Uh, everybody uses Facebook, except they don't. And it's easy. You just post photos online and people comment, except there's problems with that. And there's also issues of uh, pictures getting to people that you might not want to see them. Um, if there's the, both you and I know people who've gone through divorces and then, so there's issues where there's some family members that shouldn't be, uh, looking at things that are finding ways of, of creeping on pictures of the kids. And there's, there's all these issues and we're going to solve all of them in the next 40 minutes, aren't we? I, I'm not ready to do that. No, <laughs> well, but I, I'll do my best. Uh. <laughs> well, Phil, uh, as a way of bringing some perspective to this, let me just ask you, what do you do to answer this question of social media and sharing the pictures of your kids? Maybe that will help us explore this if we find out where you're coming from and then where I'm coming from. Sure. Well, for the last couple of months, I haven't been as active on Facebook, sort of, sort of taking a leave of absence, not having anything to do with um this topic though more of just sort of like a, a personal uh purge or something yeah i, I, that's not the I, right I know what you're saying but, yeah um you kind of get tired one, of it for a little while and take a little right. break mm -hmm. yeah just to just to kind of see what things are like mm -hmm. without it because uh, it can be a huge uh, distraction and but one thing that i actually miss and kind of wish i was doing a little bit more and there's really no reason I'm not is sharing things about what the kids are doing or about what, what we are doing. And so before this, this leave of absence, and maybe I'll start again, who knows? I have no deadline or anything. Um, I never really had rules for myself. If there was something going on, I, there were times where I would take out my phone and take a picture right then. And then, within a few minutes, you know, put it on Facebook and say, look at this awesome swing we just built in the backyard and how much fun everybody's having on yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Because that's, there's a feeling of sort of, uh, 
satisfaction. There's probably a better word, okay. but like instant word gratification. Yeah. Um, like, okay, so we did this awesome thing. We're having a good time and here, everybody take a look at this and th- it just makes you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I know what you mean. Kind of, that's sort of what I would do. Like, okay, we're carving pumpkins or dressing up for Halloween. So I better take some pictures of this so that I can put them on Facebook. And so that I can see, get some feedback from other people because a lot of what the desire is has to do with wanting to sort of be fulfilled and feel like you've got that feedback coming that, um, not appreciation, but that sort of uh, validation of, like hey, cool, you-, you did something great. Here, I'll give you a like, and I'm all comment and say, great pumpkin or whatever. So it's whatever like this, it there's this this issue of external validation almost, where if you do if you build a swing or or uh, do do something with your kids, you want other people to uh, to let you know that they notice, kind of. That's a good word for it. Yeah. Okay. That's that's pretty simple way and of so, putting it is that they notice. So and, and to back this up, you've got Facebook on your phone, right? Yes. Actually okay. I can't take it off. There have been times where I wish I could have, but Really? You can't? You cannot. Why are you serious? I'm serious. Uh, Android phones have I'm I'm almost certain that every single one or darn close to every single one, it's an app that's on there that you cannot take off. Why? <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. I I, I don't have Facebook <laughs> which, on my phone. Which Sorry, go ahead. I, I don't have Facebook on my phone. This is, uh, as we dig into this issue, this is a conscious choice that my, that my wife and I have made. We don't have Facebook on our phones. Um, we have Messenger on our phones, which is becoming increasingly a common way for us to communicate with people. But I, I can't post something to Facebook on my phone because I don't want to get sucked into that that idea that it's always there. I check it often enough at work and at home. I... I don't let myself have it on my phone as much as I sometimes would like to, because I I don't want something's buzzing. Is that me or you? Yeah, uh, okay. that's, my, that's my phone. Sorry, but man, that you you can't even take it off. That's crazy. I suppose no, you could log yeah. out. I mean, it's you can you can log out and and disconnect things, but part of it is it's so pervasive, and it didn't used to be, you know, Facebook. I don't know how old is it? Ten years, maybe something like that. Uh, Originally, it was, you know, college kids used it Mm. and then it spread and it was, you know, your parents and your friends. And now darn near literally everybody is on Facebook. And yeah, and it's it's, 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 (laughs) okay. So, so so Phil and I were brothers and we we have family members who are not on Facebook and it it's frustrating because I want to know what's going on in their lives. And for it, it, in today's world, that's kind of what you do. And I, I, I want to see what my nieces and nephews and, and uh, other, other people in, in my life are doing. And it, so there's like this two way transaction where what you're talking about, I, if I post a photo of my kids on Facebook, I, I get huge amounts of enjoyment when other people are like are, are clicking the like button because to me that means they they saw it and they liked it, um, and then other people are leaving a comment like, "Whoa, that's cool what you guys are doing and whatnot." But then I feel like 
so I'm getting some value out of it, but then other people are being invited to take a peek into what we're doing and they're, they're connected. And I'll, uh, because I live out of town, uh, from you, Phil, I, you're like back in Nebraska where the rest of the family is. I'll go back to Nebraska sometimes and people will, will make comments in person about, Hey, that thing you, you did on Facebook, or you posted this picture of your son doing this thing to me that's the other half of the equation is when I share a picture of my kids on Facebook, I know that other people in the family and our friends are being involved in our lives in a way that they might not otherwise be. And I, so for you, it, part of it is the fact that you're more isolated from yeah. the rest of your family. And maybe, maybe that's it. And, and just people in general, like I, there's a lot of people I know who don't live in the town I live in. And so I, I keep in touch with them on three main social networks, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter, and different purposes for each one of those. But by far the most common one for me, or the most uh, pervasive one when it comes to sharing pictures of, of kids and family stuff is Facebook. That seems to be like the go-to social network for most of the people I know. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and so, it is. It, and, and so like you know. when, when someone tells me, oh, I'm not on Facebook because of X, Y, or Z, my response is that, that like, that's good for you if that's the choice you've made. But now I can't be involved in your life in a way that I would like to be. And not that it, it's, it's not about me. It's about them. They made a choice for them. But then I'll see them later on and, and I'll realize I don't know what's going on with their kids. I, I haven't seen them in a while, uh, like even a picture of their family or kids or whatnot. And I think I'm just used to that level of interaction where I, I've sort of become used to seeing pictures of family and friends, kind of uh, this this constant stream of pictures over time. And so I, I feel like even people I only see once a year, I, I kind of know what they're doing and I know how their kids are doing. And my buddy, Nick, I know how his daughter's doing. She's two years old and I see pictures and videos of her, even though I've only seen her once or twice in person. It's nice being a part of their lives a little bit. So I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to think about, because this is so foreign from one generation ago even even less than that 15 years ago mm -hmm. this type of thing didn't exist and, and 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 right now saying i don't have facebook is almost akin to saying oh i don't use email yeah yeah because it's just it's what you do yeah it's like oh i don't have a phone number or i don't have a cell phone and there's people that make those choices but facebook is is that pervasive that that's yeah. kind of what you do. And, and like you said, you sort of expect it. You sort of come to expect having these constant stream of photos and updates from people, you know, about their kids and about their families. But should you? I mean, is that... I know. And that's a good, that's a good question. Should I expect that? I, I don't know. I think that might be a little much to expect on my part. And if someone wants to not be on a social network that's in that's their prerogative and in, in in many ways i endorse that i i don't think people should just join up and start posting on every social network because there are issues with privacy and ownership of photos and and some issues of the the pictures that 
maybe you shouldn't post all the pictures of your kids that you are posting online. Maybe you should think more about it. So I'm not here to say everyone should join up on Facebook, but these are the issues that I think about when I think about sharing pictures of my kids on Facebook. And well, let's let's start to go down that road a little bit of okay. what some of these concerns are and why you would want to maybe pause and not share so many pictures on Facebook. And the and, and I guess a little bit of it is saying Facebook. We really mean. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, if, if we say Facebook I mean, in this conversation, it's a it, we mean social network. Take your pick. Google Plus, you know those things. Um, <laughs> I have to jab at Google because Simon just loves that. So jab away, Google. The dumb. thing, the thing that comes to mind when to me when I think about pictures that you may not want to share on Facebook is sort of this default. Uh, college level. Oh, you went to that party last weekend, and now your teacher's going to see that photo, and or or whoever, someone's going to see those photos that you put up there, and that's going to lead to bad things. It's going to lead to bad job interviews because a potential employer might look you up on Facebook and see these things, and that's always rubbed me the wrong way a little bit because I don't use. Facebook as a way of presenting myself to a potential employer mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or, or what have you. And so I, so I you, should have the right to post whatever pictures of, of me. Yeah. That's my, my personal space. Yeah. If an employer is going to judge me on the photos on Facebook, then I don't know if I want to work for that place. Exactly. Yeah. But it's something that happens. And, uh, so it's so here here's a question that that my wife and I asked ourselves when our soul, when our oldest son was born he turned 6 this summer and we had a, a discussion about the the quantity and the type of photos that we wanted to share on Facebook on on social networks we decided early on that we were going to take a more restrained approach where we would post maybe one photo every 2 weeks and this is our, our son when he's a newborn. As kind of as a as a middle ground, we we sort of felt like we weren't worried about the issue where you're talking about where there there's a some behavior will be caught on camera that would come back to get in, get him in trouble later. We we mostly wanted to keep a, a great deal of our lives to ourselves and carefully control the message. Um, we didn't think people family, friends, whoever needed to see pictures of our kid when he was uh, having a bad day or when he had spilled food on himself or or whatever it might be. We, we decided to carefully curate the photos that we present on Facebook. And I know that by doing that, we are presenting a less than realistic version of our family because you log on to Facebook and, and you only see the happy, fun times. You don't see the messy times and that's an intentional choice we made because it it's sort of the middle ground we decided on where we're going to share pictures of our kid but only a couple and every now and then and it's only going to be the good ones <laughs> and for better or for that's, worse that we we still kind of abide by that today that's kind of i mean i think that's great because there are no rules that say you have to share 
enough pictures on social networks so that everybody who's following you gets an accurate portrayal of your family. I mean, that's ridiculous. Uh, you're taking an approach of, well, how often would, what kind of pictures would we include when we send someone a birthday card or a, or a Christmas yeah, letter? Yeah, yeah. That's, I don't think I thought of it quite like that, but that, that's right. You know, if you, yeah. If you go back to the time of before social media, how would you share pictures? Well, a lot of people, I'm thinking back that you might get pictures of your cousins when they send you a birthday card mm -hmm. and a little letter mm -hmm. saying what they've been up to. And, and it seems like you're taking that approach to it. And, and if those cousins come to visit, I want to vacuum the house. I want to clean things up a little bit. And I'm going to present a, not, an, a less than realistic version of my life to those people. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that, absolutely. That's, that, and that, that was our decision. And I... I think whatever you decide, you being not you, Phil, but whatever people decide, that, that's fine for them. I'm not going to tell anyone what to do or what not to do on Facebook. But this is, we figured we could take a more restrained approach and then share more later if we wanted to. But we didn't want to, we don't want to overshare and then try and walk it back later on after, after people are used to all of these things. And after we are used to sharing 50 photos of a birthday party or whatever it might be. Yeah. Some people use Facebook as their sort of default way of having and maintaining photos. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like a couple of shows ago, we talked about Lightroom and Photoshop and what you're saying is for some people, their way of organizing photos is just put it all on Facebook. Yeah. And <laughs> and that's, that's not something you and I even considered because no, that's just uh, not, not a path that we take. Yeah. What's interesting, what the approach that you're taking, um, presenting kind of a curated version. Oh, it's totally, it's hundred percent curated. Yeah. But that's the thing. You're not trying to, you're not out there on the mission to say, this is what our lives are like. You're just only sharing the fun stuff. So what? Yeah. Um, yeah. I there guess was a podcast that. That, that was another podcast episode I heard um, just a week or so ago. Uh, and one of the things that they were talking about, I can't remember the name of the podcast, but one of the things they were talking about was uh, don't get caught up in something called the Facebook effect. Or don't because where everything that you see on Facebook makes you feel like your life is less than ideal. Yeah, oh, because all yeah. your friends' yeah. photos of their kids and mm -hmm. your family's mm -hmm. photos of their kids don't match what's happening right now. Right now, we're doing this show a day late because my daughter has an ear infection and she's almost nine months old, nine or ten. I'm gonna somewhere there. And uh <laughs> She's the third one. You got to, you know. yeah, it, um, it doesn't, <laughs> you, you lose track at that point, but yeah, that's, yeah. That's life. You know, mm -hmm. I, I sent you a message last night, like an hour beforehand saying, Hey, can't do the podcast. Cause we got an ear infection in the house. Not, not going to do it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't also go on Facebook and say, well, here's a picture of the inside of my daughter's ear. She's got an ear infection and she's on antibiotics. And so it's pretty crappy around here right now. I just don't care to do that. And, there are people that do, and and that's that's not a problem. That's fine. Um, just 
one one thing I keep coming back to is the there's there's never been a generation in human history. I'm getting a little Carl Sagan cosmos this year, but I've never been there there's never been a generation that has had photos of themselves so public that go back before they were even born. And no, it's no, it, it, it one of the one of the, the most common things for a, a new parent or a future parent to do now is post ultrasound photos online. Now people have had ultrasound photos for a long time and they'll share them with their friends and family in, in person. But now we're having our kids are of a generation where their entire lives since before they were born is being documented in a public fashion. This never happened before. And I don't know that I feel comfortable making decisions about what parts of my child's life I'm making public that maybe my kid won't want to be public. That's so, the thing. So you have to... I, I'm making these big decisions on the part of someone who might not want that decision to be made in 10 years when he's old enough to be doing this stuff on his own. What if my kids resent me because I'm here posting ultrasound pictures and bathtub pictures and muddy pictures. They might not want that. And here I've made these pretty major decisions about their lives uh, and, and just sharing pictures that they might not want. And I don't stay up late at night thinking about that, but it is something that we consider early on in this, in this process of deciding what to post online or not. And that's something that I don't think most people consider at all. It's because your kids aren't just your cute little kids in five, 10, 15 years, they're grown. And it's exactly like you said, their entire life history is pretty easily accessible. Oh yeah. Yeah. To, to almost anyone. And that's, you, you could call it scary. You could call it fascinating, any number of things, but it's just unheard of. Yeah, it's totally. And we don't know. We don't know how to react to that. Mm -hmm. We don't. We don't know what to do as a society. How we're going to handle that? And and maybe it's fine. You know, maybe it's not a big deal. And that's just in in ten years, it'll be so totally normal for everyone you know to have their lives documented from before birth. But I I don't know. I I I don't know what's going to look like back then. And I can make a decision for me. But I feel bad. I, I feel a little nervous making these big decisions on the on the part of someone who has no say in it right now. And they don't even understand. No, they don't. I mean, your kids aren't going to understand what Facebook is and what the internet is and what this really means down the road. Yeah. I mean, kids now just say, okay, you got, did you get a good picture? Because I know you're going to put it on Facebook, you know? But they okay, don't know mommy, what that did. really means. No, no. And I don't think we fully do either. Mm -hmm. Because something that we haven't mentioned here is what happens to these photos in, in the long term? And, you know, uh, the idea of the, the EULA, the end user license agreement that nobody reads, but that is part of when you sign up for a service like Facebook or Twitter or Instagram do they own them? You know, what, what happened? Here's, this is something that is a consideration. 
What about death? We're getting deep here, folks. I, I know. But what, what about death mm-hmm. and your entire life having existed on Facebook? And now, how are you going to handle that? I don't even know where to begin. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned the EULAs. I, I was listening to a, a podcast, an NPR podcast called How I Built This. And they interviewed the founders of Instagram. And they talked about how um, at one point they changed their EULA. And they had these um, a clause in there about um, who owns your photos, just like you're talking about. And and this this particular clause was was interpreted by a lot of people to make it sound like Instagram had full rights to do whatever they wanted to with your photos. And people, the the founders of Instagram, were saying that they had the most cancellations of in their history on the day this new EULA went live. And he said, there's, there's a couple lessons they took away. One is that people read the EULAs, which surprised me. I, I generally don't. And I, I know I should, but two, um, he said that, that, uh, they, they miscommunicated and, and he's like, no, it was never our intention. We don't own the photos and all that. But the fact that these EULAs can change and that at any time, Facebook or Instagram or, or which is owned by Facebook, any of these companies could change their EULA and decide that that um they can use your photos because you gave them permission to access your files when you signed up for the service i mean it it's there's these these far-reaching impacts of who owns your stuff and most people say well yeah but that no one's i I don't care if someone takes a picture of of my kid playing softball and if facebook wants to use that somehow in, in an ad for facebook because it'll never happen i'm one person out of a billion that uses facebook and that's true. But to me, that that's enough to make me think twice. And then I still, you know, post a photo anyway. So yeah, what, is, what do I know? Th- those are considerations that, that are, I don't know, not, not as common, you know, something, something where they have the rights to use your photo in an advertisement, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, that's maybe that's kind of cool, but then there's a lot to think about there too. What happens? Are they paying you? No. So suddenly your kid is, you know, um, on 50,000 websites as an ad for Facebook or something. And what are you getting out of that? Well, and there's a, one of our listeners, um, Chris via Facebook. In fact, he uh, sent in a, a comment for this episode. He said, um, he said, quote, I always ask myself, would this picture have embarrassed me if my parents had posted it? I see people posting pictures of their kids in the bath or something, and I feel sorry for those kids. High school is going to be very rough. And this actually goes back a, a couple minutes to something we, we talked about a little earlier in that um, he's exactly right that if you're not taking a long view of the the, the picture sharing issue – there could be some trouble down the line, especially for the kids, your kids, whose photos you're posting. And to me, this speaks back to my motivation for limiting what I share. Um, I try not to share pictures that my kids would be angry at 10 years down the line or embarrassed Mm -hmm. to have online. And if my kid wants to post a picture when he's a teenager of him doing something stupid, I don't know. We'll cross the bridge when he comes to it, but at least he's making that decision. 
Now I'm making the decision for my kid. And just like Chris is saying, I, I don't know if I feel comfortable doing that. And so I, I, I tend to not, <laughs> not post those pictures. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's strange how different it is from when, when you and I were kids, because when looking at pictures of family stuff, when we were kids was a big ordeal. Uh, our dad had, you know, uh, you're talking our about the slide projector, aren't you? <laughs> a, a slide projector yep. <laughs> and, a, and a screen that he would pull down in the basement and yeah. we would sit there and make popcorn well, and make popcorn, slides. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was like a big deal. Yeah. And, but can you imagine, and this is in respect to what, to what Chris was saying. Well, what if those slides didn't just exist on the box in the shelf on the basement? But they existed in hundreds of other places, in thousands of other people's houses, people that you don't know, but someone you know knows some other guy, and they know them, and yeah. now they see these pictures of you. And you know, if, if, if someone's okay with that, then I say go for it. And Mark Zuckerberg a couple of years ago famously said, or rather infamously said, privacy is dead. And I, th I think our kids are growing up in a time where the, the fundamental perception of what it means to define the word privacy, I, I think that is dramatically different than when you and I were growing up where you could remove your, you could talk, call up the, the phone book and say, take my number out of the phone book. And that was about the, about the extent. Um, if someone wanted to live, live like a private life now, if you want to essentially remove yourself from the public eye, it's almost impossible, especially if you have a smartphone, which most people do. So I, I know we're getting off the beaten path here. We're, we're not, we're sort of exploring these esoteric issues around social media and, and we're getting away from the kid photo camera dad to, uh, main idea here. And I, I think it's all related though, because it's all worth considering. Um, my, my, my general thesis in all this is I'm not going to tell anyone else what to do. You do what you want. You share what you want on Facebook or wherever. Um, but whatever you do, be intentional about it. Um, know why you're posting the photos that you're doing and, and know kind of your own rules for doing it. That, that would be my only advice for someone out there. Well, I think that's good. You know, take a minute to think about what, just think about the potential for, for that photo before you post it. And as a, as a practical bit of advice, you know, you can go in and check your settings on whatever network it may be so that photos that you do share cannot be perpetuated by people that see them. So that if I share some stuff with just some family members, then I don't want that to be to be able to be seen by friends of those that, family members exactly, that I don't exactly. know. I see stuff in my Facebook feed all the time that I just don't care about at all mm -hmm. because a cousin, a friend of a cousin liked something, but because that cousin is in my network, then that thing showed up for me. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like how, how disconnected is that? Yeah. But that's what, that's what can easily, easily happen with these photos and anything else that you share. So I'm certainly not saying, well, stay off of Facebook because it's a bad thing. Uh, I don't think it is. I think it's a tool that you can use just like anything else. And if you, depends on how you use it, but you do have to be intentional about it. And and have that conversation, if not on a photo by photo basis, then at least have it with someone else. If, if you're married, have it with your wife or your husband. Um, at some point, just talk about maybe your your own personal set of of guidelines or your own philosophy about photos and, and sharing and all that so that you're at least making some sort of intentional decision when you do decide to post pictures online. Um, I want to, I want to mention something um, about quality versus quantity. And this kind of goes back to my original statement about how we, we take a carefully curated approach to sharing our photos. Um, I, one reason that we only post one or two pictures a month of our kids is because I've, I've noticed that, um, when, when people post like 15, 20, 30 pictures at once, they, they go on a trip, go to the zoo, have a birthday party. There's a, a ton of photos coming in. Um, I, I don't give the collective, um, batch of photos the same weight as one or two carefully selected photos that represent what happened. And I, I don't know what your approach is or quality, quality versus quantity, but if someone posts 30 pictures from a birthday party, I'll look at the first couple and I'll think, oh yeah, this is great. It looks like they had fun. And then after a while I find myself like just arrowing next, next, next. Okay. I'm going to move on. And it's, yeah. it's too bad. I, 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 I wish I didn't do that. Um, and, and if anyone's listening it, I, I apologize if I've ever skipped past some of your photos. I don't mean to. Just there's a lot of photos, man. <laughs> and my approach is just just put one or two up that that show the birthday party, uh, um, it like the best part of the birthday party. I know. What do you do, Phil? I'd say put a little bit more effort into it, and instead of just sharing a bunch of pictures and hoping for the best, I guess. I mean. Uh, instead of doing that, pick a couple that are really good and write a story, tell, say something about these pictures. And I'm thinking more of like a family trip to the zoo where I'm going to take hundreds of pictures when I'm at the zoo. Mm -hmm. But if I want to share some online, I'll go back, I'll find a couple moments, maybe three or four really good photos or less. And you know, kind of narrate it a little bit it, for the audience. Exactly. Make, make a post and say, Hey, we went to the zoo last week and you know, the kids had a great time and here's a couple of pictures of them, you know, looking at a lion and mm -hmm. just tell a little story. Yeah. Our, our cousin, Rochelle, Rochelle, if you're listening, I hope you don't mind me mentioning, she is great about that where she has like, if she has 30 photos that she posts, she'll write a couple sentences for each single photo. <laughs> and that actually helps me as I'm post, as I'm scrolling through them. Um, because I, I feel like there's a reason she put every picture on, or at least she took the time to write a little bit about it. So I, I try and pay a little more attention to it. Um, yeah, I think that's great. I think that's great. It shows that you are, are just a little bit more intentional and you share them with a reason, I guess. 
um, I know for me, because I don't have it on my phone, I, I, I have to sort of by default take a more measured approach. If I want to put a picture on Facebook, I have to get it from my memory card to the computer, then in Lightroom, then I process it in Lightroom, then I export it to uh, a, a size where the longest degree, the longest side of the photo, whether it's the horizontal or vertical, is no larger than 2,048 pixels because that's sort of the, the optimum size for Facebook. And then I'll put that single photo on Facebook. And so it's, I think if I had it on my phone, there'd be a greater tendon, or a greater temptation to just upload every photo that I take with my phone. But because I, I don't have it on my phone and I have this, D, this old school DSLR based workflow that helps me step back a little bit and, and think a little more. Um, but you know, gosh, there are times when I really do think it'd be fun to forget all that and just post pictures of my kids. <laughs> I've got <laughs> a funny worry example. so much about all this. <laughs> you know? I've got a fun example and I never would have seen this coming, but, yeah. um, in church on Easter Sunday, uh, um, the pastor was talking about, uh, during, during the sermon, something about the perception of the church. And he basically stopped and said, okay, look, if you got your cell phone on, you take it out. I know you got your phones, so take them out of your pockets. Okay. okay we've got this far. Now, I want you to take a selfie. Okay. Like, yes. No, I'm serious. Don't <laughs> act like you've never done this before. Don't be ashamed. Take a selfie. Okay. Of your family at church and share it online just to show people that the church is not dead. Like the church is exciting and this is fun. Okay. And I'm like, okay, sweet. And that's what I did. And then I, I looked around later. There was a hashtag for that. He's like the hashtag. I don't know what it was, but, um, and, and then after service that afternoon, I went online on Twitter and on Facebook and I searched and I was like, Hey, cool. There's all these people that, that just took out their phones during service and shared a picture of their family in church. And I'm like, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. Really awesome. Yeah. That's neat. <laughs> and I just, that's something right there that you could not duplicate yeah. 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. And, and, and that's a, that's a really cool way to use it. And honestly, I, I know there's issues with privacy and ownership of the material and all that. But to me, I, it's worth the trade-off where I, I feel like I get value out of these social networks because I can, I can, be a part of people's lives and invite them to be a part of my life and see what my kids are doing uh, using a careful measured approach. And it, it helps me stay connected to people. And I, I like that. I wish I could pay Facebook. And every time I get a survey from Facebook where they're like, tell us how we're doing. I always say the same thing. Mark Zuckerberg, if you're listening, I use ad blocker as much as I can. Like I got that thing locked <laughs> down. There's no ads. Um, and I would gladly pay for it, but I can't. They don't let me because it's worth money to me. Um, I, I know we, we're, we're running up uh, against our, our time here. I don't want to run too long, but I, I want to ask you a couple things, Phil, before we, before we get going. Um, one thing that I like to think about is what is my motivation for sharing? And am I sharing a picture of my kid like uh, a couple days ago, I put a picture of, of my son, my youngest son, swinging in the backyard, and he's got this big old grin on his face. He's on our rope swing, and the caption was something like, um, "Our, our, 
our kids are always do dangerous things, even though we tell them to stay safe. I think they treat that like a dare to do something dangerous just for fun. Um, what's my motivation for sharing that? Is it so I can have people like the photo because it's a well-composed photo? Do I want people to like me because of my witty caption? Do I want people to like my kid? Or am I basically, am I posting this for a selfish reason to draw attention to yeah. me where it's, it's here's yeah. a picture of my kid, but really wink, wink. It's about me. I want you to appreciate my photography skills. I want you to appreciate my witty caption. Um, I want you to appreciate my rope swing. Like, am I being <laughs> selfish here or am I really just trying to share a fun moment of my kid with the world? Am I, am I fishing for likes? And there, honestly, there's sometimes when I will, I will hold off posting a photo until Tuesday morning, because if I put something up on Saturday evening, no one's going to see it. So I'll take that photo of my kids playing Frisbee and I'll save it to Tuesday because more people see it on Tuesday morning, statistically. Hmm. Um, but it, am I, is my real motivation for doing that selfish or do I want more people to see it? Because when I only post one picture a month, I want to make sure people actually see that photo. And it's this question. I, I, I hope my answer is not, I'm being selfish. That's not my intention. I don't want to be selfish about this. Like, look at me. I want to just share pictures of my kids with my family and friends. But yeah, I, I you do... want to have that interaction and with, because once it's up there, then there is an interaction. There's likes and comments. Yeah, the, the likes come in. Yeah, people. And for you, as an observer, I can say that. I feel like your motivation is simply to share that photo and have a conversation about that event. Yeah. About that I, life. Event. I, I'm telling you, that's, and that's my the, motivation. <laughs> At least I hope it is. That's the impression I get. So Phil, if you post a picture, you know, the old saying, if a tree falls in the woods, uh, no one's around to hear it. Does it make a sound? If you post a picture on Facebook and no one clicks the like button, does that picture still have value? Say that again. I'm sorry. You didn't. So you didn't if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, does it make a sound? That That's like this philosophical question that's been plaguing humanity for a long time. The modern equivalent of that to me is if you post a picture on Facebook and no one clicks the like button, does that picture still have value? Huh. And, and if the answer is... If 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 I post a picture and I'm it, within a couple hours, if no one's clicked the like button, w does that mean that it was a bad photo? Am I a kind of means am, you want to take it down, doesn't it? Yes, Phil. Oh my goodness, <laughs> you want to take it down and pretend you didn't actually post it because yes. <laughs> oh my goodness, no one's liking my photo. Seriously, and, and, and then, then maybe I'll put it back tomorrow. Just, yeah. Because maybe if I post now, it tomorrow, then people will notice. But how do you measure the value of your photos? Are they for other people or are exactly. they for you? Bam, now, Phil. Now, now yes. we are at a level that we cannot possibly, possibly go any further. <laughs> Not tonight. So we're just going <laughs> to leave our listeners in that philosophical pit yeah. for a month. <laughs> and and think, and gosh, and where can you go from there? I don't know where you can go from there, but I, I hope... I mean, f for the listeners out there, Phil and I have a, a page of notes 
we start every show with bulleted up like bullet points where we want to talk about. And I feel like we've covered everything I want to talk about. And we're leaving this on such a big open-ended question here. But I hope you, the listener, think about this. Um, If no one likes that photo, does it mean your kid has no value? Well, of course not. But then why does it... Then why does it matter if anyone likes then it? Then why do you feel bad when nobody likes it? Yes, why and do so you feel bad? Are you going to bother sharing more because that next one could get a hundred likes? Right. Because there's and, Facebook's algorithm that's behind all this too, and they're not in it to get you to have the best interactions. They're in it to get some money. Yep. Yep. So, Phil, I feel like yeah, we've we're climbed a whole, a whole new can that I don't want to. Yeah, I feel like we've climbed a mountain here, and and we're just stopping at the top with no resolution, and I'm okay with that. No, so I feel like we've <laughs> well, explored this issue. There isn't for this. Um, Anything else? Yeah, I think that's as far as, as we can we can go with this for for tonight. Um, I have uh, just a bit of feedback from last week. Okay, from our sports photography show. Oh, okay. Um, my wife actually shared with me a photo that she took of our son at a basketball game. Okay. We were having a discussion on the show about, um, gosh, what were we talking about? Get, making sure that to get the really good picture that you were in the right position. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. you were ready to go mm-hmm. waiting for the shot. Mm-hmm. And uh, after you listened to the show, she, she said, well, she just kind of waits for that instinct, that, that gut feeling. And then just takes mm-hmm. the photo. Yeah. She doesn't do a burst and, 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 then go back and say, Oh, I almost got it. Ah, I missed it. She just has her phone. And if she thinks something's going to happen, she'll wait for that, that sort of right moment and she can get it. Bingo. Without all that crazy prep work that we talked about. Good for her. Um, That's cool. I have, I'll have the photo. I'll actually ask her for permission since we're sort of on that topic (laughs) tonight. Um, I'll put, to put it on the uh, the Camera Dads uh, Facebook page and CameraDads.com for this show. Uh, link it with with last one so you can see it. But it's a really nice shot of him in the air uh, shooting the ball. This other kid's jumping in front of him, trying to stop the ball. But the ball's going over the other guy's hands. It's it's almost like you know, um, a, well, if it were adults, it would be like a magazine cover kind of photo. I got to see the photo, Phil. You better post that thing on Facebook. (laughs) And I'm going to like it. I'm going to click like. You better like it. I'm going to read Facebook's EULA first. (laughs) Well, cool. Thanks uh, thanks for that. Um, That's all I've got. Why don't you bring up what we're going to do next time, and then we'll go ahead and sign off. All right. So our next show, we're going to talk about vacation photography. It's going to go live in early June, first Monday in June. And... Phil and I are going to talk about what we do to document our vacations. Um, what gear do we bring? What do we take pictures of? And if you have input for that, we'd love to hear it. Go to cameradads.com and tell us what you do for your vacations and uh, your your processes that you go through for deciding what to take pictures of and all that. And we'll use your feedback on the next show. And that'll just about do it for tonight. So thanks, Phil. Yeah, thank you. I uh, just want to mention we've got... Uh, like I said, cameradads.com, you can go on there and leave feedback and we'll get that right away. Mm-hmm. Um, take it on, into consideration for the next show. Um, you can find us on camera, uh, on Twitter at camera dads. We'll always let you know there what's going on and, and try to get you some feedback there as well. And then there's also a new Facebook page. Is that right? That is. Yep. And just go okay. to Facebook and search, I think it's facebook.com slash camera dads and you can find us there. Okay. 
Awesome. And so same thing there, leave comments and we'll get that all into next week's show next week, <laughs> next month's <laughs> next month show <laughs> for vacation photography. So all right. with that, go ahead and sign off. Thanks for, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for your time, Simon. All right. We'll see you later. All right, bye.